All right, welcome back, pool fans from across the country and around the world. You're listening to American Billiard Radio. Today is November the 30th, 2017, and uh, my name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. And as a special treat, uh, we got a new member of the ABR team here with us, Mr. Justin Kirsch. Welcome to the show, Justin. Thank you. Thank you very much. How's it going? Feels good to be part of the force. Hey, it's you know what? We, we have we have fun. We have fun here. Talk about pool and stuff, you know? Which means, actually, it's November the 30th. Uh, we're only four days away from the, the Moscone Cup 2017. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a hot one out there in Ooh. Vegas. Going to be a hot one. Got to... Fantastic teams on both sides of the pond. Uh, the excitement is building. We are definitely going to be there, right? Little home field advantage too. I think is yeah. uh, some some love on our side. I think so. I think so. The the home court advantage is definitely going to play into this, uh, and we're going to be there for it. So you guys uh, keep your eyes peeled on uh, Facebook and the internet. We're going to have updates for you throughout the week. And uh, speaking of, a uh, little bit later on the show, uh, we got an interview for you from Mr. Oscar Dominguez. Mm-hmm. And uh, a little later after that, we're going to be talking to Miss Melinda Bailey down in Texas. So you guys are definitely want to stick around for that. So uh, you getting excited there, Justin? You know what? Uh, four days away, yeah. It uh, can't go any mm-hmm. faster, but... Uh, <laughs> Oh, good times ahead. Yeah, definitely gonna be. A, it's gonna be a good time. Gonna be a great, great matchup. You, you, this, you know, I'm. Uh, I have to root for the Team USA because you know I'm American. Uh, it's been hard to do that in years past because they don't have the best record going for them. But uh, this year, this team's pretty darn strong. New coach. What do you think? Yeah. Plus, this new coaching strategy is just. Uh, it's definitely different, you know what I mean? Uh, the Not only do they obviously have a new coach, but the process that they went through to get selected was a little bit different too. They eliminated uh, the U.S. Open from the qualifiers. They started earlier this year working with the team the coach has than, than has ever been done before. So um, I think that'll make a big difference. It will make a big difference for sure. And we've been interviewing the players, and uh, they all – have had nothing but tremendous things to say about Johan, and uh, they actually recognize a change in their game. So Yeah, sounds like they are uh, hyped up and ready to go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Confident as needed. Yeah, and uh, the team also seems to be gelling pretty well. You know, they, yeah. they're getting along, and uh, that's, I think the team component is going to mean a lot in this particular case. So Well, you add all those things together, and all of a sudden... Uh, records aside, this is gonna this is gonna be an exciting event. Yeah, yeah. There's no way around it. No way around it. Good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So, stick around, and we'll be right back with Oscar Dominguez right after this. All right, welcome back, everybody. I am talking with Mr. Oscar Dominguez, one of the members of this year's Moscone Cup Team USA. How you doing, Oscar? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing just fine. We're uh, taking a couple minutes to talk to all the different team members, uh, going over some stuff you guys are 
obviously getting ready for the big day. How's it going so far? It's going pretty well. Um, Johan's uh, utilizing some uh, some techniques that he's been teaching the Europeans for many years, and um, I guess the American mentality has always been hit balls, hit balls, hit balls, and really with no structure. And um, I had never really practiced or trained with any type of structure throughout my career, and sure. Johan's kind of opening a whole new realm yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to a different approach to the game. Certainly, certainly. I've seen, uh, at least so far today, that you guys are doing some regular drills and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like, uh, I've asked some of the other players, do you feel like, uh, are you seeing a difference already just since you started working with them? Significant. Uh, significant good. difference. Um, it's, it's awkward because you're using muscles that, and different strokes that you really don't train, that you don't practice, but show up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And after I'm through with this, I remember we had the workout in Vegas um, over at Griff's. I felt really good over the ball, um, better than I had been in a long time. And I've always been a proponent of of hiring the people who are masters in the crafts, so whether it's roofing, whether it's carpentry, whatever it is, you you want to utilize people's experience and it's worth paying for. Yeah, And absolutely. I'm seeing the benefit of Johan and other coaches as well. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just it's a nice thing. Well, that seems to be the common response. I ask him, uh, you know, have you seen a difference so far in their game? And indubitably is the answer, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's pretty stark. I mean, that's pretty bold to say that just after a few days' time with the man. So that, that says something. Oh, you know? absolutely. You yeah. know what I mean? That's got to say something. How do you feel about, uh, uh, you know, this, the weird connotation that, oh, well, it's a European coach for the American team. Does that make any difference to you? No, it doesn't really make any difference. No, it's just like the, the Olympics out, what was it, the, the Russian captain, coach, I believe, in the Olympics. Bel Bel Belarus. Belarus, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. things like that nature. Well, and as we we mentioned some of the other guys, uh, I think that uh, the perception was that it wasn't so much that he was not from the United States, but he was the former coach of the competition. Yeah, of course. The, the specific team y'all are trying to beat, you know, but like, the thing is, as if that made a difference. It, it really it really doesn't matter. At the end, it, it's Johan's not going to shoot the balls for us. Right. End of the day. Absolutely I true. I mean, we can have a Japanese or Chinese coach. Absolutely They're not going to make true. the balls for us. Right. Absolutely. As long as we're not bringing in Chinese players or something right. to play for the Team USA, <laughs> then I don't understand the, the right. controversy. What controversy is there? Well, and, and not just that, but uh, it's not as if he or his country would take some sort of credit for specifically absolutely. for providing a win. You know absolutely. what I mean? And I think most of all, like you said, he's not going to shoot for anybody. So it's uh, you guys still have to perform. How is the uh, the team getting along? Are you guys uh, do you feel like some good chemistry going, or is it going to be a long road? Oh, absolutely. Chemistry has been. Uh, I think chemistry has been the best. It's been even better than 2009. Very good. Uh, when I was on the team, um, obviously there's there's a lot of egos and personalities. Sure. But it, it's pretty cool in that we've had so much time together where we've like we've always we all set aside our differences like Dennis Hatch and I were going to play a big match yeah. and we agreed that we're not going to play until after it's all done sure you just don't want to have that in your head yeah and know? the thing is even if I were to play I don't care I sure. really don't care because I'm right. a I'm a I'm a player I don't just a player he's I don't to, yeah. care I mean I'll play my mother <laughs> I really don't care it's not personal I don't take the game personally right but I don't want anyone else to feel the 
connotation that there is animosity. When there isn't, there's right. nothing. Right, there's right. nothing there. We're, we're professional players, and we get paid to play. Sure. And Absolutely. sitting at home is not going to do anybody any good. No, it isn't. It isn't. But uh, the um, obviously the selection process has been different too, as mm -hmm. far as how they qualified, and now they've given you guys time to work together. How much difference do you think that's going to make in the results of the game? Um, I think it's going to make a significant difference. I mean, uh, for example, last year the coaches' picks and the uh, they just used the the U.S. Open and the other events as points. But as in years past, the team never got to spend any time together because they didn't know what the team was even going to be until a few weeks before the actual event. That's true. But I think there's other variables to be accounted for. Um, I mean, I won't go into them, but I just felt like uh, I feel like Johan's putting us on the right track. Now, if we fail, it's because we dogged our brains out or European played absolutely phenomenal yeah but as far as him doing his job and preparing us he's given us all the tools to utilize and now it's on it's on us yeah that is very true and uh, in years past I don't think that's been the case well yeah I think you're right I think there was several years that that was not necessarily the case um, I have asked the other gentlemen what they feel like they're bringing to the table. Why do we want Oscar on the team? What are you bringing to the table for us this year? Stability. Stability. I think if, if I can narrow it down to one single thing, it's stability. Yeah. Good. Um, my game is not impressive. It really isn't. Um, I'm not, don't have a monster break. I don't have a big flashy stroke. Um, I'm just a workhorse. Uh, I just keep coming after you, no matter what the score is. You know what you're going to get. So when you have that stability and that consistency, you can kind of, you know what to expect. You know that I'm going to put 100% effort into every ball. And it's, I, in my honest opinion, I feel it's a little comforting to the other players knowing that they're going to get maximal effort from me. Whether or not it's going to be on par with other players, um, but that maximal effort, you keep, but they'll always give. You get that consistency at the end. Uh, slow and steady wins a race, I feel. Sure, sure. Well, and I think that uh, consistency equals dependability. Yeah. Dependability absolutely. is, you know, equals consistency. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, one and the same. That's, that's good. That's a good thing to have because uh, if anything uh, the team has struggled with in the past is that consistency. Right, right. You know what I mean? They play, they have these brilliant moments where it's just great. And then there's... The consistent Collapse. falls out the door, you know. What I mean? And also, I bring. I feel like I bring. Um, you know, I've been in a lot of action recently. I've been in some, actually, an astronomical amount of action this year, more than I ever have in I was my. So I ask you how your game was going this year. How, yeah, how do you feel like you're playing? I feel like I'm. I'm improving. Um, I feel like my best pull is still ahead of me. Um, my life's in the right place. You know, I got married last year. Oh, congratulations, by the you. way. And, you know, I have a baby girl now. She's mm -hmm. two months. And um, I feel like my life's where I want it to be. Good. You know, I have my own place, uh, I have bills, obviously, and, and more bills than I ever had. So there's always different stresses, but uh, at the end, my life, it, it, I'm, I'm very blessed. Well, that's good so. That's good to have a, uh, a comfortable mindset right. so that there's just that many more things to not worry about mm -hmm. as far as the rest of your life is concerned. You can focus more on what it is that we're supposed to be focusing on. Right. Um, well, What's uh, if, if there's anything that you should be worried about on the European team? What would what do you think? Is what's is there anything to worry about? And if if so, what do you fear the most from from this year's team? 
Honestly, I don't really fear them. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm being very. Uh, I say that with it's a, a little note of, of confidence. <laughs> no, I, I say that with a great deal of respect. Sure, sure. They're sure. actually obviously fantastic players. Jason Shaw, David Alcady is a very good friend of mine. I'm so happy for him. Big congratulations to him. Mm -hmm. Shaw's um, had a magnificent year. Shaw's so had unbelievable year. Um, and again, Jason Shaw is a perfect example. You know, he's married, happily married. He's got a beautiful daughter. His life's in the right spot, mm -hmm. so it shows in his results. I think so. I think you can just tell that he is he is a happy and well balanced person right exactly. now. And that's energy he's levels. His play. Yeah. yeah, and you can see it. Um, I feel like that's sort of I'm leaning towards that path myself. Good, good. good. Um, obviously not to his level of play. He's playing fantastic, <laughs> um, but I feel like I'm I'm in a good spot. And honestly, the Europeans, I. I feel like I've seen every Moscone Cup. I've watched every ball hit for yeah. the past eight, nine years since I started getting excited about Moscone Cup. And I've noticed that we've played hesitantly. Um, we play scared, basically. I could see that. Yeah, I was going to say, I could see that. I could see a little bit of that. Um, and I feel like these guys here on this team, we're, we're, not, we're all fearless. We really don't give a damn about that. Right, there you go. Um, and that's what you need. You almost need to lose that respect for them so that you can play your game. Right. It's almost a, the I don't give a damn what happens. I'm going to go out and just play my heart out. Kind exactly. Of thing, you know, and stop worrying about the politics or the or, exactly. you know, who's going to win. Or, you know. Yeah. Um, and besides, I mean, they're human beings just like you and me. They, oh, sure. They feel the pressure. And that's right. If we play our game, I think oh, uh, they're going to they're going to be in for a long uh, a long event. Good, very good. That's exactly what we want to hear. Mm -hmm. We want some like nice, all, all the games to play out. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, I mean, I play to win. We all play to win. We're oh, all competitive. Yeah. Sure, um, absolutely. If you see Shane play mini golf, uh, <laughs> I mean, you think he's playing uh, Tiger Woods at the Masters. Right. I mean, he wants to beat you no matter. He still want to be. Yeah, he still wants to win. So, and, and we need that. Yeah, I, I, I like Billy's. Billy's bringing his games skyrocketing at an astronomical pace. Yes. Um, Skyler's improved drastically in his rotation Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Uh, Dennis has, again, he's in the right place in his life. He's had a resurgence of confidence in his game. Um, Shane's Shane. Shane's always going to yeah, play Shane's great. awesome. Because he's, he's just great. Because he's really good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> and he puts in the work. Yeah, he does put it in the work. That's yeah. We can't let that be understated. That there is a lot of work that still has to be done. Obviously, uh, in between now and the day of, and the day of, right, right. There's a lot of lot of concentration that still has to go on. Well, um, gee whiz, um, I guess uh, if you could ask anything of the fans, what would you ask them to do for you guys? Probably um, tune in. I support natural. Yeah. I mean, really, honestly. At the end of the day, it's a business. Yes. At the end of the day, this is a show. This is entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, I know people are probably disappointed in you know Bergman not getting picked and oh this and that. I mean, Bergman is an awesome player and he should be on the team. I agree. I mean, he's one of the top five players in the world. Sure. I mean, in, in the country, but he didn't play. Right. Right. You know, right. it's right. harder to reward a person who didn't play. Right. So. A lot of people had a little disposition to watching and supporting Team mm -hmm. USA because of that. I just feel like, you know, without support, there's no there's no more Moscone Cup. You know, we're sure. guaranteed a large amount of money with the opportunity to win more money. Um, 
and you know we're pool players. You know, yes. this is a big event for us. This is a big it is deal. one of the biggest American to dos. You know, in the, of the year, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. as far as pride is concerned, probably it's spectators. I mean, just tune in. <coughs> uh, if you can come visit, uh, by all means, watch. It's it's one probably one of the best events I've ever been to in my life. It is the best event I've ever been to. Even my brothers who don't play pool, they actually don't <laughs> like pool. They watch the Moscone Cup every okay. year. Of course. They're non-pool players. They work for the FBI, so they watch it at their at the FBI headquarters. <laughs> and like non-pool players start watching the Moscone Cup and they're like, go USA. Yeah, they have no say, idea. Just what go the, USA. That's all you got to remember. They don't know the difference between the two ball and the four ball. All right. But they're just rooting for Team USA. Yeah, so exactly. It, it shows you the, the importance of nationalism. Nationalism's yes. a a great motivator throughout history you know yeah. the wars and Absolutely. many things have been caused because of it but yeah. um it's a powerful motivator and i just hope that they rally behind us i do too i do too and if there's anybody you'd like to to send out some shout outs or some thanks to my wife number uh, one's my wife hi she's, wifey <laughs> she's stood by my side since day one and uh um Obviously, my parents and uh, obviously my sponsors, my stake horses, Big Tommy, Watches, Scott, Jason, um, you know, REA, all the guys who've uh, been behind me since day one and uh, been putting me in action a lot recently. Um, Very good. And also my sponsors, Mez, Exceed, Zan, West State, all the guys out there. Awesome, awesome. All right. Well, um, we're going to uh, get over here and see if we can't catch up with the other team members. So thank you very much, Oscar, for taking the time to talk to us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, best of luck, obviously, at the event. Uh, thank you. You guys bring home the trophy for us, okay? We shall try our best. All right. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Right, welcome back, everybody. I am talking to Miss Melinda Bailey down in the great state of Texas. How you doing, Melinda? I'm doing good. Hi, everybody. What's uh, what's going on in the great state, uh, the Lone Star State down there? Well, there's lots of things. Actually, the uh, Space City Open's going on in Houston this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm not there, but it's going on this weekend. It's a big tournament. It always happens mm-hmm. um, around the first weekend of December. Mm-hmm. So I have one pocket and nine ball and all sorts of Ladies' events, all sorts of things going on down there. Down there, that's right. Yep. So why didn't you play, man? Are you a chicken? Are you a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I've actually never played in it. Yeah. Um, actually, I haven't been to Houston in over six years, probably. I just don't yeah. travel that. That's a little that bit of a drive. Yeah, that's a little bit of a drive there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what... It, you know... Texas is pretty big, so it's pretty far from Dallas yeah. to Houston. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. I was yeah. just telling somebody the other day. I was when I grew up in Texas, I was so close to the coast down there by Houston that uh, to get out of the state in any direction was like a twelve-hour drive. You know, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's a very big state. <laughs> so I, I'm imagining you also have a topic to discuss for today. Of course I do, of course. Mm. Like I said, I could have a topic every week to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> this one I happened to write just today in my blog, you know, Pull of the Journey. But I just wrote today um, that if, that I really like it that when um, players, after they play in a tournament, that they 
talk to me about their tournament and their finish and how they felt and, you know, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it happened at the last um, Omega tournament. So just real quick, the Omega tournament is handicap, and we go – the handicap is from 4 to 10. So 10 would be a pro like you and I, you know. Of course. And then a 4 would be <laughs> a beginner. And so 4 to 10. So this player is a 4, and he fin- he finished on Sunday – for the first time, he never lasted until Sunday. Like, never lasted until Sunday. The whole five and a half, six years of the negatories never lasted. Mm. And so, it was a it was a huge feat for him. Like, I mean, he was just so excited that he lasted until Sunday. Cool. Well, I knew Sunday morning before he even played that he was probably going to get moved up to a five because, you know, we use the Fargo ratings, and you uh. know, if you have a good tournament, you know, a few good tournaments, there's a possibility of you moving up. Right. And, of course, the other way of moving down. (laughs) Yeah. So I talked um, one time with you about how when lower-rate players do well that a lot of people complain. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to talk today is how he felt that he moved up. And so he joked with me at first, and and he said, uh, he said, yeah, I'm going to miss being a four. And he said, no, I'm just kidding. He goes, actually, I was really embarrassed being a four. And I was like, really? Why were you embarrassed? And he goes, because I know I play better than that. I just haven't shown up, and I haven't, you know, had a mental game, and the, you know, the physical game, nothing. I, I thought I played better, but it was pretty embarrassing to be a four. And so he was just so excited that he finally was able to become a five. There you go. And he reached a lot of goals. He, you know, placed ninth out of 100 players which is pretty strong. Wow. He lasted till Sunday for the first time, and he didn't just last till Sunday. He actually won a few matches on Sunday. Cool. So it's interesting how, from his perspective, he's been working really hard on his game to move up, whereas in the past we've talked about how everyone, you know, complained about their handicap, but what they don't understand is that player is – you know, it's not like a player, because he told me he was embarrassed being a four. It's not like he's sitting there going, yay, I'm a four. This is great. You know, instead he wanted to move up. And yet everyone, like like we talked about before, everyone kind of complains about the lower-ranked players. So then he tells me, he said, um, he said that one of the guys that he beat on Sunday was complaining about him. Mm-hmm. And he says, it really, he says, I hate to say this, he goes, but it really made me feel good. And I asked him why, and he says, cause, he goes, I don't know, I guess because um, I felt validated. And I was like, what do you mean validated? And he goes, well, I felt like I belong. And I'm like, what do you mean belong? I'm like trying to prod it. And he's like, now I feel like I belong. You know, I belong, you know, that I belong on the tour. He goes, I've been playing a long time, and I've never done well. He goes, I feel like I kind of belong now, and that I am supposed to be where I'm supposed to be, that, you know, I'm a five. I knew I was always a five. I just could never, you know, finally perform in a tournament. And it was really cool to get his perspective, and I was so happy for him. You just should have <laughs> you should have seen the chat. I mean, he was just so excited to be a five. Right. You know, because he's been working so hard on his game and everything. It was just really, oh, no, it was really that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, no, that is cool, man, because that, <laughs> sometimes it takes a long time to jump up one number. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it, it can. And he's right. And there's there's a lot of things to this too. Um, he doesn't know this yet. If he listens to this, he will. But <laughs> I actually heard I actually heard that um, some people were rooting against him on Saturday night. Oh no! 
Yeah, and so what's interesting about that is, is the person, I told the person, I'm like, why were y'all rooting against him? And they said, because we all knew we shouldn't be a four. And I'm like, uh, well, first of all, just because you know it doesn't mean he can can do that. You know, you know what I mean? Just because it's hard to still compete, you know? Yeah. And then the other thing I told him was, is, well, then you should be rooting him on so that he'll get moved up to a five. And that's what I was going to you know say. I mean? Yeah, if he loses, then he stays a four and you still get what you didn't like. So that doesn't make sense. Right. Right. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. Silly human. And then a, another another interesting thing from that was is that the guy that he played, um, that they were rooting, so they're rooting against this four, right? Yeah. So the guy he played, he comes back on Sunday to gamble with someone, and he's talking to me, and he goes, man, it was so hard and tough. He goes, it was so tough to play last night against this guy. And I was like, why? He goes, because everyone was rooting against me. And it was so funny that <laughs> that he thought, they're you know, rooting the hiring player thought that the people were rooting against him. Instead, they didn't even know that they were really rooting for him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. It was like, because, you know, that's what happens in the middle of a match. You know, your emotions go crazy and, you know, you don't know what's going on on the sidelines and you presume a lot of things if you're losing right. and things like that. Right. So, well, and apparently he let it get in his head, too. You know what I mean? That yes. uh, that might have been the yes. reason why he lost, because he was sitting there sweating, yes. and it was like, oh, my gosh, they're rooting against me. Uh, and which... here's what's interesting is the low-rank player, it didn't even, he didn't even know people were rooting either way. He was just right? so focused on playing, <laughs> which, is what you, which is what you're supposed to do, which exactly. is what he's been working on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So apparently it worked, you know, and not focusing on, you It did work. Know, or not dwelling right. on the other shit, but focusing on your game. You know, apparently it helps. Right, right. No, that's good stuff, man. Yep. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, I, mean, I was, you know, to hear other people's perspectives of people always complaining about someone's handicap, it was nice to hear how proud someone was that they uh, moved up. Yeah. That, you know, because he has been working on it, and he, go ahead. Well, and I know what he means when he was talking about feeling validated, too, because, you know, when somebody actually starts to worry about your game, that means something. You know what I mean? That that's right. That means you've gotten somewhere with it. And, right. of course, that is a great personal, uh, you know, goal to have met as far as, like, jumping up a number finally after all that time. Um, yep. Speaking of personal goals, I understand that you just hit a milestone yourself. I did. Uh, last week, um, I reached a milestone of 365 days, 12 months, or a year, however you want to look at it, of not having alcohol. 365 days, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now I'm about 372. Who's counting? But who's it's one day at a time. <laughs> no, congratulations. That's fantastic, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate fantastic. you bringing that up. Fantastic. Yeah. That's a... Uh, that's... It's amazing... It's amazing all the things that come with that. Like, oh, yeah. I'm finally sleeping well. Mm-hmm. I'm saving money. My memory's improved. I'm more productive at work. You know, it just, it's, it, it really, it, unless you quit something like that, you know, you don't really know the benefits. Uh, <laughs> it yeah, funny, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, definitely. Well, not just that. That's probably. I, you know, the, the obvious the most obvious goal or the or benefit, I should say, of that is not ever having to worry about what you did. <laughs> <laughs> or said. Yeah. yeah, did or said the <laughs> next day. <laughs> that, 
that can be. Well, you know, a, and yeah. that's, you know, we joke about it, but it's actually, you know, that's one of the things that um, that bothered me is um, is I was, you know, because I become an extrovert when I drink, and so <laughs> when you talk to more people, you know, you're talking about not just more people, but you're you're talking more to your friends, let's say, or it, people yeah, yeah, when you've been drinking, and so what ha- what was happening is is I wasn't remember some in the, some of those key conversations with my friends or acquaintances, whatever. And it was really upsetting me. Yeah. And one time in particular, um, this guy, he sent me a, a good friend of mine, but he sent me a text like, oh, like two days later of one night of a whole bunch of us drinking. And he was, Hey, the results came back and I don't have cancer. And it really upset me that I didn't no, reach didn't. out to him and say, Hey, how did yeah. the test go? Yeah. Because I was, you know, the whole, because when you drink so much, you know, things get fuzzy and things like that. And oh, I was sure. really mad at myself. I was like, you know, <laughs> you need to, this is not good. And so that's one of the other benefits is I'm having more memorable and meaningful and ever-present conversations with my friends now. Sure, sure. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, no, that's just that's just good stuff, man. I, I, I'm, I'm proud of you, and I think that... Uh, I do. I guess I shouldn't have expected any less. I, I, I think that you know. I think that you're, well, you're I mean, perfectly. It capable. is hard to stop anything into habit, though. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, just yeah. like the player that you were talking about, you know, I, it took a long time, I imagine, and uh, to right. to get that acknowledgement and that justification after that much work. Uh, that I just got to feel good, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right, thanks for your time this week, Melinda Bailey. Sure, thanks, everyone. Have a great night or day. Or day. <laughs> depends on when you're listening to Whenever it. You, yeah, it depends <laughs> on when you're listening. Exactly. All right, everybody, have a great weekend, and we will talk to you again next week right here on American Billiard Radio.